lips can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed It's all across this great nation and all across the globe. I know I did not podcast for two days. I was preparing for the event that was going on on Saturday, the VIP event with Roger Stone and some prominent congressmen that are running in areas that I grew up in. So I've got a lot of good uh, audio that I recorded. It was a crowded area, so it was very difficult to get stuff that was crisp, but we managed to do the best we could. It was an amazing event. Um, I got an inside scoop of what happened to Roger Stone. Some I can't talk about because we were off the record. You know, we were just having a conversation. An amazing patron, an an amazing individual. He's going through a lot of tough times right now. Guys wouldn't even imagine what he's going through right now. Um, And and it's, it's tough. It's tough when the government goes after you. It shows you. But he lays out a plan, and I hope the audio sounds good on the plan on taking back the 2022, the House and the Senate and 2024 um, presidency. Um, So that being said, I first and foremost want to talk to uh, about what's going on right now. I mean, look, okay. so I've been everybody's talking about COVID. COVID seems to be on everybody's mind. Everything, everything, COVID, 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 COVID. But. Something very interesting that I ran into, and and yes, Dr. Q had mentioned it to me before, but I, I, I needed to put this out there because this was from the former Pfizer um, VP, right? And this is something that's going viral everywhere, and people are talking about it, and, uh, and then I'll go to something that just recently came out, which contradicts everything the Dems are saying. So... Elderly and ill for whom these were meant to be a, the great saviour, you do know that those people weren't really included in the clinical trials. Uh, most of the companies, and that's quite normal, they, they limited the number of people who were very sick. You don't want deaths on your trial because and, and you, you want a clean signal initially, and that's why trials take a long time. You first do the trial in, say, what we call healthy elderly, um, and then if that looks okay, maybe you'll add some people who are much older and, and really quite frail and, and just see that it's still okay and then they didn't do that they just did the healthy elderly pretty much they blazed away at the old people's homes unsurprisingly lots of people died shortly thereafter they had no idea whether it would happen or not and then they covered it up but that's what happened that's why we got this massive spike a synchronized spike in the uk on rollout of the vaccines and occurred at the same dates everywhere so, guys, uh, he and he starts off. Let me just so, so you guys understand. Look at what he starts off with. By the way, many people, by the way, many people, for example, the elderly and ill. He started off the whole full clip starts off with him saying you've been lied to. Right. And then I found another interesting one that I just wanted to talk about because it, it was a very interesting one, because this is coming from a gentleman named Larry Pink. Pinkney, he was a formal, um, he was a formal black, uh, black panther. 
And I just want you guys to take a listen to what this man had to say about the Democratic Party. That the Democrat Party uh, is not only hypocritical, but was the, and still is, but the most fundamentally racist party. People don't realize that. The Democrats built their party on racism, okay? And people think that, oh my, the Democrats have... Oh, they're, they're so wonderful. The reality is that the Democrats are probably the biggest devils uh, of, of, of the two parties. It's no doubt that the Democrats have shown repeatedly that they cannot be trusted. Okay. Uh, and I'm talking about primarily their leadership. So when Malcolm, Brother Malcolm referred to them as Dixiecrats, he was talking about their fundamental racism. And they are still no matter what their symbolism is, they are still fundamentally racist. That was said by a former Black Panther, okay? He sees the light. We all see the light. The Democrats are falling into pieces. Lots of prominent Republicans are coming out of the woodworks to fight for our country. And that's exactly what's going to happen. We are going to take the House back and we are going to take the Senate back. I promise you that. Um, so in new re- in, in a new re- a newly released Wuhan documents, apparently uh, Republican senators say that it's really bad news for Dr. Fauci. Okay, so I can go more into detail with it. Rand Paul um, is apparently saying that um, Senator Rand Paul says newly public documents relating the extent of U.S. funding of the coronavirus research in Wuhan, China, show that the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease head Dr. Anthony Fauci lied during his previous testimony to Congress. Fauci had adamantly denied that the National Institutes of Health funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Paul blasted Fauci in a Tuesday tweet saying that the NIAID director had lied again. And I was right about the agency funding novel coronavirus research at Wuhan, Paul said. So, Paul's tweet followed a story, The Intercept, that revealed that the U.S. government pumped $3.1 million into the American health organization, Echo Health Alliance, to back, back coronavirus research at the Wuhan Institution of Virology. According to the report, almost 600000 of that federal money was partially used by the WIV to find and alter back coronaviruses that could jump into humans and infect them. So... To circle back, basically what happened here is we funded the virus that killed so many Americans. Americans actually, taxpayer dollars went to fund the virus that killed Americans. How life works, huh? how interesting life, li- life works. But we have positivity coming. Abbott finally signs the whole so controversial electric, uh, election integrity bill after a long battle with Dems. Um... Right now, of course, now there's a new variant. They're also talking about the variant that uh, the COVID variant with potential uh, to evade antibodies detected in 49 states. Probably the only state that doesn't have it is Alaska. Um, again, Gavin Newsom is in trouble. It seems like no matter how much they badmouth Larry Elder, Larry Elder keeps fighting, doesn't stop fighting. Um, and now... House oversight Republicans are probing Hunter Biden's art dealings. I mean, this was a guy that was never an artist. Suddenly he's selling art for millions of dollars if you add them all up. This guy's art sucks. I don't know if you've seen it, but I personally wouldn't pay shit for it. Um, look, guys, when you lose when you lose faith, always remember the Democrats always step on their foot, their own feet. They always do. Chuck Schumer falsely says all Americans who wanted to leave Afghanistan have been evacuated. That is a complete lie. Everyone knows it. Um, of course, the views, Joe, Joe, Joy Bear, whatever the fuck her name is, the, the lousy actress. Um, she thinks that the man needs a lot of credit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What do you know? What do you know? And Donald Trump didn't deserve a lot of credit for the Middle Eastern peace deal. Now, you guys just hated Donald Trump and you guys are trying to back Joe Biden when there's nothing to back him for. Come on, man. Seriously. I mean, you guys, I I mean, look, this is just ridiculous. Like no American, no American right now believes anything that Joe Biden has done has been good for this country. 
Okay, so bottom line is, and this is this is fact, ladies and gentlemen. All over the United States this weekend, everyone was saying "fuck Biden" in every college stadium. This man did not win this election. This man is not loved by the American people. This man will be put out of office very soon. We all just got to stay positive and do our part. As I've always said, I will always be the voice of Americans. Um, if you want to be on, on our show, if you want your voice to be heard, it will go straight to voicemail. You guys don't have to worry about talking to anybody. You can have your voices heard and you can stay anonymous. Um, the number to our direct line to the Republican Nations, 310-498-5463. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can email me at jace, J-A-S-E, at therepublicannation.com. Now we're going to go to the first clip. This guy is running for Congressional District 25. Now, the Republican that's there right now, Diaz, has been there for a while. He's controlled the area, but he's one of those rhinos that voted to impeach Trump. So... I'm absolutely in support of this man. I met his beautiful wife. She's pregnant. He's a, a, he's a great guy, has great values, and I believe he's got the potential to be a great congressman. So you guys can hear again. It was very difficult. We were in a restaurant, and we stepped outside, but the wind and everything, the mic is very sensitive, so it catches everything. But I want you to hear it straight from his mouth, what he plans on doing for America. What's up, guys? So this is Jace from the Republican Nation. I'm here with a fellow patriot, Robert, who's got a strong message for all of those who have lost a lot of hope in what's happening right now in America. And I'm just going to let him speak his truth. Hi, y'all. I'm here in Clearwater. And I have in my hands what I call the Trump card. Okay, okay. And this it actually is, happened on. to be the lead story out of CPAC. I apologize. I sincerely apologize for that, guys. That is somebody else, and I will jump to him next. But he is not the man running for Congress. Hold on one second. I had a technical difficulty. Hold on. All right, guys. So I'm with Drew Clark, Drew Montez Clark, who's running for Congress. And I'm here with him right now, and I he wants to send out the, a message. You're running for what congressional district? The 25th Congressional District, Florida. Okay, great, which is my hometown, Miami. So, um... I want to ask him just what his message is to supporters and how we can fix this ridiculousness that's occurring right now in Congress and the Senate and the presidency. Well, to keep it real simple, number one, faith, family and freedom is the framework that we all need to be talking about and discussing right now. When people are looking at candidates, they need to look for their value set because their value set determines whether or not they have the conviction to stand on policy. So I tell people all the time, look at the values before you look at the policies. That way, when tide gets rough, when the seas are rough, we don't have politicians without backbones who are afraid to stand for the people. So our country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. We have to remember that. We have to keep God at the forefront. Number two, our family structure is extremely important in this country. We have to protect the family structure, and then we have to protect our constitutional freedoms. Before we can do all of that, we have to make sure that our elections are integrous. So election integrity is at the top of the agenda. We have to make sure that people understand that their vote does count, and we have to fight to make sure that that happens. That is exactly what's on every American's mind. I get calls like that every single day. Um, to all my, to, to all the people that feel hopeless, because I get a lot of calls from people that are, they feel hopeless with everything that's happening, with you know the situation in Afghanistan, 13 soldiers dead because of, Horrible leadership, to be honest with you. There's no other way of describing it. Um, what do you think the future of America is going to be? Do you think the Republican Party right now is in a good position? I've always told people to focus on 2022. Everybody keeps focusing on the past. Yes, we need to make sure election integrity is there. But we need to make sure we put the right people in office now to make sure that our future remains the same America first future. And what do you think of that? Well, I think we have to do things simultaneously. I have enough bandwidth to, number one, hold people accountable for what they did not do in 2020. And I have just as enough bandwidth to now walk forward and towards 2022 because we want to give a better future to our kids than what we had. Now, I have kids and people ask me all the time, why are you subjecting your family to the type of scrutiny that people are facing in the political realm today? And my answer is very simple. It is I'd rather fight for my kids now than leave a fight for them when I'm not here. So our goal has to be to pass on a free America to the next generation. And in order to do so, we have to make sure that the right Republicans are in office in 2022. 
there will be a red wave. There's no doubt about it. But we have to make sure the right Republicans end up there. We have a lot of people with R's behind their names to say they're Republican, but I don't see them standing. So I tell people all the time, I'm a patriot first who identifies as a Republican. And what that means is, is I look to God and country first, and then I align myself with the party who puts God and country first. That happens to be Republican Party, and that's why I'm on the Republican ticket. Guys, you heard it directly from him. If you guys live in that district, please vote Drew Montez Clark. This guy's amazing. I'm meeting him straight in person. He is what he says he is. And this is what we need in, in the United States Congress. So that was my first interview. It was windy. It's very difficult to do these things when you're in an event that everybody's drinking inside the bar. You come outside and it was just the, the, the quality is not all there. And I had very good mics. It's just it's ca I have to adjust them because it catches everything, every little whisper. But I also have an inside scoop of what went on. In the actual event and what Roger Stone had to say, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it sounds a lot better than this. Now, you guys know that I'm, I will always give an American a voice. Okay, so there was a guy that I saw in there and he was, he was working his ass off, came all the way from Boston to pass out flyers. He was just passing out flyers and I was, I saw the flyer and it was a seven step way of getting Donald Trump back into presidency. And of course, you know how I am. I'm curious to hear what people have to say. So I went ahead and I gave him a voice and he explained exactly um, what his goal is and why he's doing what he is doing. Um, again, it, it might be a little bit staticky. I apologize. I promise next time around it'll be a lot better, but it is what it is and this is what I have. So let's do it. What's up, guys? So this is Jace from the Republican Nation. I'm here with a fellow patriot, Robert, who's got a strong message for all of those who have lost a lot of hope in what's happening right now in America. And I'm just going to let him speak his truth. Hi, y'all. I'm here in Clearwater. And I have in my hands what I call the Trump card. And it actually happened to be the lead story out of CPAC Dallas, which was just in July. And the reason it was the lead story is the media freaked out because it's a seven-point constitutional cure that can put Donald Trump into the White House in days, not years. And that means without a recount in any state, without a statewide audit in any state, without a constitutional you know, court case or judgment. It's actually built into the Constitution. That's why I call it the constitutional cure for election racketeering. But in recent weeks, I have realized it's perfect for uh, what they call uh, high, crimes, high crimes, misdemeanors, and treason. Uh, and the way it works is that the House of Representatives, the body, the speaker, becomes president third in line. So let's just talk about the election racketeering angle on it. The ticket is president, vice president. So when you can prove that there was fraud in the electoral college, the only to bounce that ticket. That's why people say, well, the speaker, that person's third in line. It's kind of like way down near the bottom. Yeah, It ain't, though. <laughs> It's, it's second in line. It's actually the legislative branch. The first two are executive. So when you bounce the, when you bounce the uh, electoral uh, college ticket, that means whoever's next in line becomes president. Well, guess what? Any person in America, you, me, Donald Trump, can become Speaker of the House. At any time, you don't need to be a seated congressperson ever in a parliamentary system works just like in the United Kingdom whereby the people don't go to the voting booth and say I'm going to vote for this prime minister versus that one. They vote for their uh, minister of parliament just like we do sort of and a congressman and then the body will make the decision okay we want to choose person A versus person B. Now that's a parliamentary system so that if something changes a day in or there's a war or some disaster there would be a revote. And so we have that same system built into our Constitution. So the media completely freaked because they couldn't fathom that something so simple could be 
so unbreakable. And I'm going to tell you right now how to make it unstoppable. By the way, I'm an engineer. This is not a this is not a political solution because if you if you hear about political solutions, people are like they're crying because there's we, we have no hope. But Rush Limbaugh taught us all. Fun wins, despair loses. Everybody's got despair. I mean, what do you think I feel, man? We're all feeling it. But I also realize how close we are to being able to break out the party hats and have an inauguration party for Donald J. Trump. And that comes through, if you go to my website, patriotssoar.com, two S's. Soar means the spirit of America rising. That's my company. And if you go there, what you'll find is a new uh, PDF You guys have to really check it out. Yeah, I, I hope you all do. And all you do, it's it's fun. See, <laughs> there's three awesome videos I created. One of them is only three minutes long, and it checkmates Nancy Pelosi like you can't believe it. The second one also checkmates her. is very similar, but it also has salsa music. And it's a uh, talks about communism in the Western Hemisphere and how. The Q, how the Cuban people can actually be saved. If, I'm Cuban. Uh, okay. Okay. So you know, okay well, that's perfect. Parents. That's perfect. Um, because if because the video will have is in that PDF download, and so all you have to do is go to my website again, patriotssoar.com, and it's also I got an abbreviated version, patsoar.com, just to have it. And you go there, and then there's a button that says view slash download Nancy's gag gift, and it's gag doesn't mean it's just for fun. It's going to make the speaker speechless. And then speakerless because she's barely got a she's barely got a majority as it is, and what I revealed what I've she's struggling and what what I've uncovered I've done deep deep research into this one in particular. Again, guys, I sincerely apologize about this. This is so much Jonestown problem, and so does the Black Caucus. And what does that mean? She was San Francisco. He was Jim Jones was San Francisco. They they created him. He created them by way of giving them what they call astroturf crowds. Meaning, if Nancy had a loser candidate, and she's like, I can't, I can't, if, I, if I can't get this guy into the newspapers, we're never going to be able to do the magic on him to get him elected. So she would call Jim Jones of the People's Temple. This was in San Francisco. And he would send multiracial animated crowds, which filled up you know, enough of an audience that got uh, the people that are in the media to say, oh, this guy's uh, on the map. Let's write an article about him. Next thing you know, they're doing their magic on him in the media basically concocting stories, you've seen that, concocting stories to make him look into some kind of hero, and then he wins. So I have proof she created him, he created her, and by the way, two out of three murdered in Jonestown, this was 1978, were black and brown people. That's why I say Nancy's got a Jonestown problem, the Black Caucus has a Jonestown problem. And, you know, I can talk all day on this, but I'll let you guys go. But the point is, uh, I want to just ask you one quick question. Because I respect what you're doing, and I want people to understand that most patriots that do this, that they go out of their way to do this, it comes out of their own pocket. Nothing to gain. They do this because they love America. What do you have to gain by doing this? Just to make it clear to the audience, what do you have to gain? America the Beautiful. Because I had a company once. I actually, my prior, my current one is Spirit of America Rising. The one before it was called Saving America the Beautiful. And I knew, so people tell me, it's not just about Trump. It's not just, there's more to life than Trump. There's God. You know, my mother says that. You know, there's a lot more to life than just Trump. And I say, actually, see, as an engineer, I've realized we have one path to saving this great, incredible country. And it's to get Donald Trump into the White House now. And so that's what I have to gain by all this is, wow, being able to turn on the TV again. And that's an incredible message, ladies and gentlemen. And again, you just heard it right there. He's got nothing to gain. He said he was from, where was it you were from? I live in Massachusetts, near Boston. Oh, wow. Okay. I came down for this event. I mean, so you guys got to keep in mind how much expenses and how much things, and he's literally preaching to everyone the great word. He's fighting for America first. He's fighting for America and he's doing this for absolutely nothing, only because he loves his country. Okay, so again, I apologize for the staticness. It was insane. It was there were so many people there. Um, I'm gonna have to work on that. So that's something that I'm just gonna have to work on. But um, so I, as you always know, I'm always the voice of the American people. So we do have voice messages and emails from our audience. So let's go ahead and let's start listening to my audience because. 
You guys are what keeps me going. You guys, I love you guys very much. You guys support me in everything I do. And I am just grateful, just grateful to have you guys on board and listening to me every single day. This is Johnny from Missouri. I don't know where to start. Uh, I'm going to comment on your show from yesterday. Uh, talking about the my 13 fallen brothers and sisters. I, uh, I, I have to tell you, uh, in my opinion, these 13 died in vain. It was senseless, uh, senseless acts that caused them their demise. That piece of shit motherfucker, Joe Biden, <laughs> he doesn't, he didn't know what he was doing when he was withdrawing from Afghanistan. And I think that them higher ups, them pussies, didn't have a voice because they're too worried about the fucking jobs. Didn't have a voice to say no. That isn't the right way to do things. They 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 let the 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 main airport go. And 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 wanted to hold on to Kabul, a one runway, compacted in the middle of Kabul airport, surrounded by Afghani, you know, uh, ISIS and 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 uh, the Taliban, and and who are we? To, to negotiate with these motherfuckers. That's exactly what Biden's doing. Negotiate. He, he was negotiating with them. And, and thinking everything was okay. Uh, I'm, I'm really heartbroken uh, being a veteran myself uh, with, with, with stuff like this. And I just want you to know that I, I love your show. I love the information you throw out. Hell, man, you got my number on your phone. Get with me sometime. Give me five minutes. We'll bullshit. I ain't no weirdo. Uh, I just, I just love the stuff that you put out. Uh, God bless you, man, and uh, God bless America. First and foremost, I do not think you're a weirdo at all. You're just an American patriot that's concerned about our country, and I agree with a hundred percent of what you said. Actually, I agree a hundred and fifty percent of what you just said. And yeah, this was. Um, Mishandling. This is why you don't insert someone into the White House. This is why people vote someone into the White House. This guy lacks everything and his entire cabinet lacks everything to run this country. And we're seeing it. They can only do one thing, run this country into the ground. And that is exactly what they are doing. And for and first and foremost, I want to thank you for your service to our country. Um, I'm going to jump back to, to emails because a lot of people have been emailing me and it's hard to keep up with all this. But um, Alexandria sent me an email. She goes, this is an article from the Federalist with a transcript from Biden's call asking Afghan president to lie for him in return for support. Um, I read this article. I didn't, I had not opened your email, but I did read the article. It is embarrassing. It should be investigated. If they investigated Donald Trump's call with Ukraine when they were, when it was a, I mean, he released all the transcripts. I mean, there, there wasn't anything there. Um, it's it's embarrassing. He lied to the American people. This is a problem. This is not a Ukrainian call about um, investigating Hunter Biden, which is a fucking criminal, or Joe Biden, which is a fucking criminal. This was actually a call to lie to the American people. And meanwhile, lives were cost in this whole thing. And many more will be. Because th this is not the end. I mean, I promise you something. This is not the end. There's still Americans over there. They're trapped. There's women being beaten. And this is all thanks to Joe fucking Biden. That's it. Wrecking Ball Joe. I came in like a wrecking ball. So then, okay, I got another one. Um, the tweet. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I. it's interesting, the, the hypocrisy of the left. And I, I know what you're saying because um, Jen... Jen, I never know her last, Pascak, whatever the fuck her name is. It, this was her tweet back in September 24th of 2019. It's not just a call transcript. The whistleblower complaint should likely have more details. We need both, not just a call. Yeah, we're going to need the same thing about uh, on Joe Biden because, unfortunately, one, you, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So Joe Biden did the exact same thing but worst. 20 times worse because he calls American troops li lives and he lied to the American people. And we, they've been lying to the American people. This is nothing new. 
This is what the Democrats do. They lie, create narratives that they, they that that benefit them. Um, and that's just what they do. Um, Hannah, I've received your emails. Um, and yes, I'm still waiting. I am still doing the giveaway on the vehicle. I am giving away a vehicle to a veteran. I'm waiting for people to tell me their stories so I can choose one person. I want to do this every single month. Um, give out a vehicle to a vet that needs it. And you are on the list. Uh, I mean, well, your your boyfriend is on the list. I admire everything he's done. So, yes, uh, Hannah, you're there. So I'm just waiting for more feedback on other people. And once I get the other feedback, I'll make a decision. I mean, I hate to have to even make a decision. I wish I could just give every single one of them, every single vet, a car that needs one. I'm just not in that position. Unfortunately, the ones that are in that position don't seem to ever give back to those that gave us these freedoms. It's sad, but it's the honest truth. So then, Oregon is a joke. I got an email from Taylor. Hey, Jace, my name's Taylor. I enjoy listening to your show and hearing what you have to say. We align on pretty much every issue that's out there right now. I live just west of Salem, Oregon, where the governor, Kate Brown, one of the biggest piece of human waste, is just ruining our once beautiful state. It's a fucking disgrace what's happening to my home. Portland has been fucked for a while now, but it's become a real-life Gotham. I thank God that I don't live there and I rarely have to go, but the stuff I see daily from residents there is awful and I'm pissed off. Much like Biden and the crisis and the circus he's head of, Brown just wants to destroy people's livelihoods and it has to stop. And I also just want to say that this whole Afghanistan debacle was so fucking planned out on purpose. It's so fucking obvious that Biden planned to leave our people and our brothers and sisters there. He even left our dogs. But the real thing he planned to do was to leave the arsenal that he did so there is Taliban would be well equipped. The bastards in bed with China and now the Taliban. He is a traitor and the rest of his administration are all traitors, plain and simple. He and his entire staff needs to be removed from office and stand trial for these crimes against the country of the United States of America. This can never happen again to our country. We are supposed to be leaders of the world. We stand for everything that's good in life, and we stand against everything that's bad. I want to thank you for staying strong and continuing to use your voice and platform to spread some truth and hope. Fuck what the radical libs say. Let them troll you all they want. At the end of the day, that's all they have in life, and I pity them for their sad, ignorant existence. (laughs) Thank you. God bless you and your family and God bless America. Back at you, buddy. And you're 100% right. But you want me to tell you the sad part is, is that liberals have a, they're like, they're like roaches, you know, Uh, they don't go away. They just don't go away. No matter how much raid you use, no matter how much they don't go away. Gavin Newsom, we have Larry Elder right now that's battling over there. And they're still trying to find ways to get Gavin Newsom lying, saying polls are showing Gavin Newsom is winning. And then they'll come with a different article saying, no, he's not. It, it, they're roaches. It, they're hard to get rid of. And it has to be a major movement. You got to call a big pest control company to get rid of the problem. And the problem is, is that you have all these left wingers, specifically the Hollywood elites, that support this moron and support all these moronic um and it's because they have them in their pocket. Do not be fooled. These people are getting endorsements and, and a lot of financial help for their campaigns. And that's why they're in that position of power. And uh, we got to put an end to it. People have to wake up. At some point, people have to see how bad. I guess we all have to see how bad it can get before people just wake the fuck up. Before people just wake the fuck up. Now, um, I'm going to go to another voicemail, and then I'm going to play the Roger Stone. I have not heard how it sounds. I'm hoping it sounds good. But let's hear this uh, this other this other voicemail. This is Johnny again from Missouri. I'm sorry, man. I got worked up on my first call. Uh, I, I wanted to reiterate something real quick. Uh, you know, I hear people, you know, asking, well, what are we going to do about, you know, the, the 13 uh, uh, military personnel that lost their lives? You know, we, we're going to act revenge and not with this administration you won't not with this administration that pussy won't do anything uh we're, we're right now we're we're well, i don't want to say we are or we're because it's him they're laughing at him the world stage is laughing at him they're 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 going to try to overrun him because he's a bitch he's a punk 
Uh, look at look at the Chinese. Uh, they're already talking about taking Taiwan. You know, uh, look at look at uh, North Korea. Well, like you said uh, yesterday, they've already got photos of, of of them trying to start up that nuclear they, because they know that they can do it now. They know that that, that that there's no one there to tell them that they can't. And I'm going to tell you something else real quick, and then, then I'll let you go. Uh, think about this one. I believe that we're going to take the Senate in the House. And when we do, you, I, I, I'll bet you $20 in a Milky Way bar that <laughs> that is when they'll impeach his ass. Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, Sniffing Joe. That's when they'll impeach him. They have no, you can't impeach him right now. The, 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 the Democrats won't let that happen. They're so hypocritical, uh, you know, they won't let that happen. But you better believe that when we take the Senate in the House, he's gone. He's gone. If he's not going to, I mean, look, if they did the 25th Amendment, we'd have to deal with Kamala Harris. I can't say she'd be any better. So, God bless you, Jace. Uh, love what you're doing, man. And, and we'll, 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 uh, we'll keep listening. You, you keep putting it out. Thank you, brother. Later. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for listening, and God bless you, too. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> even if they impeach him, we're doomed. Like, Kamala Harris is a buffoon. She, I don't know if she would be even much better than he is, but nevertheless, we got 2022 around the corner. We got 2024 around the corner. Time flies, guys. Don't worry. This will all be over soon enough. We just got to make sure we get engaged, we get involved, and we fight for our principles. That's all we have to do. Everybody has to get involved. Republicans cannot let what happened last time happen again. If you notice, every single day there's a new Delta variant. Now it's the Mu variant. Uh, next week it'll be the the Wa variant, Omega, Delta, uh, Alpha. I mean, they're just going to keep creating variants to try to continue this ridiculousness of uh, of this COVID vaccine to utilize it to their advantage. It's a weapon. They're using it as a weapon against the American people um, to take our freedoms and to control everything. Now, um, I hope, again, I hope this audio came out good. This was the whole thing that Roger Stone, the event that Roger Stone that I was at uh, when he was speaking. Um, I had a lot of, uh, before I even say this, I had a lot of brief words with him. His wife is going through stage four cancer right now. Um, he does have a fund, a fund me page. It's Roger Stone fund, I believe.com. Um, he's going through some tough times. I mean, he, the government destroyed him. The government literally destroyed him. They took everything from him and he's fighting back. I mean, he speaks at all these events. Um, and, and mainly to, he auctions off a few shirts. That's how he makes his money. And that's how he's getting by. He's trying to fight to make sure his wife that stood by him throughout his whole ordeal, um, survives. Um, it's sad that this country's gotten to this point where patriots or people that are just opposing a party are being attacked to the point where they're using government against them. But let's see how this soundbite sounds. What we're all for, here for right now is very important. I thought about this a lot, and I want you to listen, and I hope my voice continues. After 35 years of friendship, I have many, many, many stories about Roger Stone. So many I can tell you would make you laugh until your sides. So you guys know this is his best friend. I love telling those stories. They make me very happy. Tell them to you would make you happy too. I promise you, you'd repeat them to all your friends and they would laugh too. I promise you. Roger and I have drank smoke cigars, fought political battles together all around the world in the strangest places. He's the best friend a man could have. Oh, excuse me, it's my throat. You know, you know, right, Michael. Because he's never, ever boring. Ever. But as I thought about what to say today, I thought, I found it really hard to laugh. All those funny stories have fallen away. Together, Roger and I have met countless famous and great men and women, but none of them compare to what we have met in recent years. Pure 
and visceral evil, but also God. Evil is important because it can be used as an argument for God's existence. There is, in fact, real evil in this world. Roger knows this better than any of us. And because of this, we know there is a God. Evil is important not just because it points to the existence of God, but because it also uh, points toward the idea that this is a good world gone wrong. In fact, God has permitted evil and has a good reason for doing so. I would say he's permitted evil to show us what we are made of. With evil, you have the choice of how to face it. Be overcome by it or rise above it. Evil presents an opportunity for victory or defeat. Above all, it wakes us up and makes us ask very basic questions that we might not ask otherwise. A wise man once said about pain, it plants the flag of truth within the fortress of a rebel soul. Likewise, evil provides opportunities for heroism and for great good. In this sense, Roger Stone has become more than a dear friend to me. Excuse me. He's become my hero. Worms burrowed deep in the wood of our Department of Justice, the most evil of men are stomping the guts out of my friend Roger Stone. They are stomping and stomping and stomping and they will not stop. They want him flat. They want him dead. In the Bible, Job never does get an answer as to why he suffered. Only a series of questions come from God that showed Job how little he understood. There were reasons, which we learned in the beginning of the story of Job, but which are never revealed to Job. Job learns to simply trust in God. In a great and metaphysical sense, to me, Roger Stone has become Job. I met the same evil in the interrogation rooms. I smelled their putrid souls on their hot breath across the tables. I only met them. In comparison, Roger Stone is in a battle for his life with them. And he has been in this battle every single day for four long years. Ladies and gentlemen, if I cannot emphasize this enough, if we are to stand against evil, we must help Roger Stone. So I recently beat cancer. Cancer is born of stress, resulting from my flirtation with the evil Roger Stone battles every single day. It was a flirtation in comparison. The abuse of our shattered justice system continues, and really, nobody is safe. Nobody here is safe. The stress gave several of us cancer. Myself, a gentleman named Philip Griffin, the wife of a man who turned against all of his friends, the late Lee Avrishov, God bless Lee Avrishov, they killed Lee Avrishov. And now, in the most offensive and manifest, offensive manifestation of this evil, Roger's lovely wife, Nidia, has been diagnosed with stage four cancer. A woman I consider my big sister. Always smiling, always loving, always helping. Make no mistake, I blame the worms in the Department of Justice for Nidia's cancer. Worms, ladies and gentlemen. Worms. Worms must be stopped or they grow into a snake that gnaws at the soul of a nation.
Ladies and gentlemen, this is a good world gone wrong. And this evil will never end unless it is ended. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know courage? Do you want to know strength? Do you want to see a flag of truth within the fortress of a rebel soul? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Roger J. Stone. by Michael Pluto in the hat department. So, there we go. Great hat, Michael. You bought it for me. I think so. Uh, thank you, first of all, all of you for bring, being here. Uh, it's, it's extraordinary because in a 40-year career in American politics, I have always noticed a pattern in which political activity ramps up just prior to a presidential election. And then it ramps back down, and at that level, it never really comes back for four years. But the enthusiasm, in fact, the outrage, the intensity of Donald Trump's support in the country has only grown stronger. Yes. And the question that reporters ask me constantly is, do you think he'll run again in 2024? Hell yeah! And I used to say, well, you know, politics a year is a lifetime. This is three, almost four years away. Uh, and the dynamics can change. And I can see why he might not want to run. I mean, this poor guy, why would he want to jump back into the pressure cooker where, for us, he and his family absorb a level of hatred and vituperation and attacks uh, that nobody should be forced to go through. He emerged unscathed, but two phony impeachments, not one, two, and then the weaponization of the COVID-19 pandemic to kind of crimp his campaign style, because the best thing about Donald Trump and his campaign is Donald Trump on the stove with huge crowds telling it like it is. So, uh, but now I've kind of changed my answer. When people say, is he going to run in 2024? Now I say, he must run. He is our best candidate. There is no one else. No one else has emerged with the strength, uh, with the unique relationship with those blue collar Democrats and independents, uh, non-Republicans. They didn't like Mitt Romney. They didn't like John McCain. They voted for Donald Trump, that's why we won. Michael touched on some of the continuation of my journey, which even I find shocking. I was sued twice last week, along with President Trump, in two bogus, phony, outrageous, ridiculous lawsuits. Lawsuits without merit, unsubstantiated lawsuits groundless lawsuits. You see, they call this lawfare. They know that in the Mueller struggle, I lost everything paying for my legal defense. My home, my savings, my car. My ability to make a living was completely suspended by a, a Trump-hating uh, federal judge who couldn't even bother to hide her hatred for the president and for me. Uh, so for 18 months, I couldn't make a living. The bills just kept mounting. And then the most tragic result of all, just when I think I'm getting my life back, just when I think things are going to get back to normal, at least as normal as they are around me, <laughs> I learned that my poor sweet wife, who's the absolute rock for me during my two-year struggle with Mother and his thugs, has been diagnosed with stage four cancer. This is an extraordinarily healthy and vibrant woman who eats carefully, exercises, have never smoked in her life. Uh, it's stunning. Uh, it's, it's shocking. Back in February, she had a, uh, a full physical, blood work, chest x-rays, everything. She was in perfect health. 
By May, they're telling me she has stage four cancer, and it's extraordinarily aggressive. Uh, I have found that the very best therapies, in my opinion, the, all, the very best all-natural therapeutic and homeopathic uh, therapies, like THC and CBD therapy, uh, uh, large megadose infusions of vitamin C, vitamin yeah. B17, vitamin D, yeah. certain peptides. These things are not inexpensive. They're not inexpensive. So just as I had to raise the money for my legal defense, just as I had to raise the money for the ongoing litigations. By the way, Larry Clayman is suing me in 12 separate lawsuits in 12 separate jurisdictions. Asshole. <laughs> and he's supposed to be our friend. In any event, uh, I do think that, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go back on the stump to raise the money for my legal defense fund to fight the, the whole concept of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. No, the Lawyers Committee to file baseless law firms as lawsuits as harassment. It'll be $250,000 before I get this most recent lawsuit filed against the president and be dismissed because it is baseless. No, just because I know Donald Trump and I've known him for 40 years, just because I know a few guys who are members of the Proud Boys, just because I came in contact with members of the Oath Keepers, does not mean that I have full legal liability for everything that happened on January 6th, which I know nothing about and I wasn't present for. It's an outrage, but it's meant to pressure us. It's meant to stress us out. It's meant to destroy us. So, yes, I do need your help. If you want to help in the legal fight, you can go to stonedefensefund.com. If you want to help my wife in her struggle for cancer and our family, you can go to stonefamilyfund.com. And he doesn't know it yet, but after I speak, Michael Caputo is going to be auctioning off a couple of our incredible, brand new, Roger Stone still did nothing wrong t-shirts. We have a couple of signed stones as well. I don't want to talk about me and my struggle or my family and my wife and our struggle so much as I want to talk to you about the future. Politics is always about the future. And the most common question I am asked is how do we get out of this as a country? How do we reverse this, this trend? Uh, and it's a complex question, but let me try to give you a four-part answer. Right now, if you've got the time, you can go to rogerstonesplanetosaveamerica.com. It's all right there online, rogerstonesplanetosaveamerica.com. Step one, we have to be able to communicate with each other and with the American people. Today, all mass communications in the United States are controlled and censored by the same people. Whether it is network television, cable television, digital, the internet, print media, there's one narrative, and that is theirs. Now, we don't have to be dominant in any one of those areas, but just as we had in 2016 with Donald Trump, we just need the beachhead of the internet. Google, Apple, Yahoo, these people don't own the internet. They only own extremely influential software on the internet. And when you build your platform, if you don't use their Trojan horse software, you can build a platform that is almost impossible to deplatform. And through its ownership, we can guarantee there is no censorship. So once you have that platform at the top of it, you can build a social media site, a news site, a crowdfunding site. When I tried to raise money for my friend Michael Caputo on GoFundMe, all we got was, yes, it was outrageous. They screw conservatives. They screw patriots. So we need that. Step two, if we have this kind of communications, then, then we can mobilize the American people to demand free, fair, honest, transparent elections. Yes. No one, no one in the country has been a stronger or more effective proponent of fair and honest elections than my good friend, General Michael Flynn. Yeah. I see him out on the stone every day 
see he is hammering away at the fundamentals that the American people demand a fair election. People say, well, how are we going to do in 2022? It's an obvious answer. Well, are we going to get a fair election? Because if we get a fair election, we will take back both that will hold the Senate, where I think we're down by one vote, and we will take both houses, and we will set the stage for a comeback. But the worst economy in the world, the, the uh, foreign poly, policy disasters, uh, the coming COVID-19 lockdowns, the backdrop for the next election could not be better for Republicans, Amen. but we need an honest election. Amen. Yes. Amen. Step three. Step three. It's time to clean house in the Republican Party. Yeah. It's time to go rhino hunting. The gutless, weak-kneed, lily-livered, white wine-swelling, country club belonging, Bush Republicans out of the Republican Party. Because they only joined us to line their own pockets in the pockets of their friends. They believe in nothing. Marco Rubio pissed my ass. Hope you heard that, Marco. And then, if we achieve all those things, in other words, open communications on the internet, uh, we, we get and we demand and get honest, fair elections, we clean house in the GOP, well then the, the final step is having the right candidate for president in 2024. I know who I'm for, Donald J. Trump. since Abraham Lincoln, and if for whatever reason President Trump decides he does not want to take another shot at it, then I've been very clear. The man I want to draft is General Michael Flynn. And I must tell you, I, although we have some electoral colleges and legal obstacles, a Flynn-DeSantis ticket would be one hell of a ticket. So, I am glad to be with you. It is nice to get away from my desk and my computer. It is nice to get away from fighting crazed left-wing nutjob lawyers who want to drive me and my wife to bankruptcy. God bless you. Godspeed. And now Michael Caputo is... There you have it, folks. So that was the event I, I attended. I got to speak to him afterwards because I hadn't met him in the past. He didn't quite remember because I had I, since then I've grown a beard and uh, uh, changed my look quite quite a bit during the COVID uh, hoax. So um, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it. Those were wise words from uh, Roger Stone. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to find any of that on the media because that was a VIP event um, where only a, a certain amount of people were allowed to be in there. Um but it was it was a very touching um it was a very touching event to see so many patriots to see so many people and meet so many prominent candidates for for uh for congress it was it was just simply amazing it, it, the dynamics have changed so much in in our political realm that it's it's incredible I, it gives me more and more hope of what's coming what's coming our way in america People are fighting back, and there's a lot of new candidates that are America first. And this is what we have to be doing. We have to be engaging and involving ourselves in these events, talking to people, helping people get elected in our districts, making sure that we get these rhinos out of there, and making sure that we just get America first candidates and America first patriots. That's all. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's it's not very difficult. America should always come first. Um I mean, it, it, it's a concept that apparently the Democrats still don't understand, but we understand it very well because we experienced the Donald Trump economy and we experienced the Donald Trump era and we'll probably experience it again. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think I would agree General Flynn and DeSantis. I don't want DeSantis to leave the state of Florida. And I don't think General Flynn has the charisma to win an election. 
uh, he's definitely not like Donald Trump. I appreciate his patriotism. I appreciate everything he's doing for our country right now. I just don't see him as someone who would win. Um, that being said, the momentum was there, guys. The love for Trump was there. There was like a huge rally outside, and then it shortly ended, and then I we all arrived to the event, to the VIP event. It was amazing, and I wanted you guys to get an inside scoop. I told you I was going to start digging more into these things, and I was going to start going to more events. Unfortunately, that recording came out perfect, but the other ones, I guess, where I was situated, since there was water nearby and wind, did not work out very well. That being said, guys, remember, if you would like to be heard and have your voice heard, you can call us at 310-498-5463. That's a direct line to the Republican Nation. Or you can email me at jace, J-A-S-E, at therepublicannation.com. Guys, everything is moving the way it's supposed to move. Have faith. Have hope. God bless you. God bless your families. And God bless this beautiful country we call America. It is time for our politicians to summon the bravery and determination of our American ancestors. It is time. It is time to plant our flag and to protect the greatest of this nation for citizens of every race, in every city, and every part of this glorious land. For the sake of our honor, for the sake of our children, for the sake of our union, we must protect and preserve our history, our heritage, and our great heroes is in our hands. And ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet done. We will make America great again.